This episode of CFP 100 is brought to you by Elite Junior Profiles. So attention to all athletes, if you're looking to get some recognition in your athletic career, go to our website and check out Elite Junior Profiles. It's a platform where you can make an athletic profile for coaches searching for talent. Doesn't matter what sport you play, Elite Junior Profiles is here to help you get to the next level. Welcome into the Bench Bro CFP 100, where we recap all the top college football action from across the country and discuss the last college football playoff rankings from the College Football Playoff Committee. The final four is set. We're getting into bowl season. So I'm your host, Wesley Splain. Joining me today is Boomer Sooner, Hudson Center, and Buckeye Anthony Fratini, Duck Quack Quack. What's up, guys? What up? How are we doing? CFP 100. Yeah, is it Buckeye? Quack Frattini, or should it be Quack Buckeye Frattini? I like Quack Buckeye. Quack Buckeye. That's pretty good to me. It's very quacky. I'll, I'll take it. I'll take it. That was everyone's week or stuff going on. You guys are conference champions. Congratulations to both of you. Actually, all three of your teams won conference championships. Well, that's because you root for the big dog, so nothing to be surprised for. Six in a row, baby. Six in a row. Let's go. All right. Uh, you guys want to talk about co- – let's just get right into it. There's so much to get, uh, talk about right now. You guys want to touch conference championship week for a little bit first? Yep. All right. So we had the SEC uh, shootout that happened between Florida and Alabama. That was back and forth. Uh, at the end, Florida started catching up. Bama was up big at, at like halftime but Alabama ended up winning 52 to 46 Mac Jones Devontae Smith and Najee Harris they seem to be like Heisman candidates every single year but those three had remarkable games Cincinnati ended up beating Tulsa to win the American Athletic Conference Championship by uh, last second field goal 27-24 uh, Oregon ended up beating USC which was kind of a shocker they won about her 31-24 Ohio State struggled with Northwestern early, but then pulled away behind their running back, who was an absolute beast, set an Ohio State rushing record. Uh, so 22 to 10. Iowa State and Oklahoma came down Wait, to the Who did you just say? Master Teague, baby. Was not the best running back for Ohio State that game. Trey Sermon. Yeah, Trey Sermon carried the load fully. I like Ezekiel Elliott. That's just my opinion. <laughs> All right. So anyway, let me go through here. That's Oklahoma won 20, 27 to 21 to win the big 12 championship and Clemson absolutely rocked Notre Dame in the second time uh, winning the ACC championship 34 to 10. San Jose state too won the mountain West. There you go. They did. Yes, they did. How All right. Any initial thoughts? Her? I was I was shocked at the egg that USC laid, and not that not that Oregon's a bad team because I don't think they're necessarily I don't think they're a bad team, but there were a bunch of third down stops that USC would make, and then they would take a personal foul, like like an unsportsmanlike conduct or a taunting. Yeah, USC made so many mistakes, and it was not Slovis' uh, best game at all. 
No, it, it wasn't. But just as a whole, they were super undisciplined, and you can't play like that to win a conference championship. I thought that game was always at Levi. Oh, you can't have contact sport at Levi Stadium or Santa Clara, so that's why they moved it. Yep. Because that's usually a neutral site game up there. But yeah. now it makes sense why it was at uh, USC. Yeah, what, uh, Wes, what do you think about the Big 12 championship? If we're just going to go in chronological order here. Uh-huh. Um, I thought it was back and forth. I think both of those teams are overrated, to be honest with you. <laughs> they really are. And I mean, you can laugh all you want, but I just think okay, so Oklahoma why it's like because they're so up and down every every single quarter. You get a different team with both of those teams like Iowa State can dominate one quarter and then they just fall flat. Same thing with Oklahoma. Oklahoma's defense can like be shut out, like stand out, just not allow anything. And the next thing you know, they're just allowing a bunch of drives and it's it's too inconsistent with both those teams. It's a story the story of the big allowed three touchdowns all game and had three turnovers. Yeah, but they were acceptable. And the offense, like, it was just like they would click and seem unstoppable at the beginning of the game, but then next thing you know, they lost their mojo. So you think that 27-21 is because they're bad teams? I didn't say they were bad teams. I said they were overrated for what they were. Over, okay, so you think that they're not as good as, as people give them credit for because they yes. didn't score as many points? No, I just think they're just way too inconsistent within the game and all the time. Just like so it couldn't be that they they don't. the defense has played well. It's that they're just inconsistent. No, what team are you talking about? Both Iowa State and Oklahoma. I'm just like they're they show signs of good, but they show signs of bad all in one. Every single game they have, like Oklahoma should have blown out Iowa State in that game. Based on what? Based on what? With the way the first quarter went, like. If that was Alabama or like a top five team, which the committee thinks like Oklahoma basically is, then that game would have been like 34 to 10. What? OU got to like a 14 point lead, right? It was 14 nothing. Sure, it was 17 nothing. Yeah, you're, you're right. It was 17 nothing. I don't think they're the best team in the country, but I think both of those teams are pretty I, good. Just to sit here and say that they're overrated, I think is ludicrous. But that's okay. No, I Oklahoma is not six, not six at all whatsoever. But okay. that's just my opinion. So are three because, like, Florida is better than them? No, no, of course not. Florida is like 20 to me. But I'm saying you're going to put Cincinnati underneath the Oklahoma. That's pretty much where my gripe is. Because like Oklahoma, they'll show signs of good in one quarter, but then they'll just fall flat. And that's why Iowa State crept up back in that game. Okay, sure. You want to put Cincinnati ahead of Oklahoma. They're undefeated. All right, I'm okay with that. But you're going to put Georgia above Oklahoma? Probably, yeah. I would oh probably lean. Well, you You've can say, oh, my goodness. Georgia all I have been trashing. Georgia Georgia, to me, Georgia year. and Oklahoma are the same team. The same team, except Georgia has a better defense. See, yeah, you think they're overrated because you would put Georgia, Indiana, Coastal above Oklahoma and BYU. Probably yep. not Indiana. Probably oh, not. Oh, there it is. Okay. <laughs> All right. I didn't. I'm like being honest. I'm giving I, you. No, I'm giving you good. my honest honesty, opinion. Honesty is good, and that's why we do this. I, yeah. I, I didn't. I'll be honest. I didn't love that Lincoln took his foot off the gas in the second half. 
I don't I don't love when he does it. But I mean, you look at the offense and who they have. There's there's no seniors on that team except for the center. You look at our receivers. Right. Our our best receivers are sophomores. Uh, Ramondre Stevenson, I believe, is a redshirt. He's a JUCO transfer. I think he's a junior this year. Rattlers are a true uh, a redshirt freshman. So I don't expect them to go out and score sixty every every game. Next year, I probably what, will. What I'm saying though is like, if you're gonna be a top ten team and you you jump on guys early, you gotta like step on the, their throats and make sure that they don't even come back. It's like Oklahoma just leaves that door open for these teams to come right back. That's why they lost to Kansas State early in the year. That's why they lost to Iowa State at the beginning of the year. You know, they just leave the door crept right open. Like Texas, the Texas game is a perfect example. So it's like those shades of Oklahoma just make me think oh, there's too much love. Even if they show good in the first quarter and the fourth quarter and in the Oklahoma State game, but then they have games like Baylor or like even in Kansas where somewhat they somewhat struggled. You know, it's just those kind of signs to make me think that, you know, this Oklahoma team is getting a little bit too much hype for the way they're playing right now. You think Oklahoma struggled against Kansas? They beat them 62 to nine. They did beat them 62 to nine, but there were shades of them just like, all right, we're going to take it easy on them. And then Kansas was able to like get some turnovers and drive some stuff. But I, hey, I understand what you're saying, Wes. Um, I understand where you come from to Hudson kind of be the mediator on this <laughs> i think what happened i didn't know we were going to talk about oklahoma right now i think i think what's happening this year is a disruption in teams it's a disruption in the schedule because of covid and that's the on that's my honest opinion we talked about honesty obviously mm-hmm. is a disruption in the, the season um we got teams that are all over the place this year. I mean, I'll admit it myself too. I thought Oregon was going to be much better than even last year. And they're sitting at four and two right now, um, 25 in the, in the rankings. Ohio state, they haven't proven anything to me. It's sitting at number three. I think they're one of the worst teams I've seen play in the past 10 years. And I honestly mean that as a, as a Buckeyes fan. Yeah. Totally. As a this Buckeyes team fan. is not like, they're not the other team from last year. They are not by any means. The 2014 championship team. I mean, absolutely what, incredible. And they, Dan, let me ask you this is, is last year's team like the best Ohio state team ever assembled? I think it was like better than the 2014 national championship year. Nah, I, I, I like, uh, honestly the late two thousands there, like uh 2000, um, Seven, six, and six, and seven, where they had AJ Hawk and um, yeah, okay, I got you. Smith, like that was a hell of a team. But the best team, Ted Ginn, Santonio Holmes. I mean, that was an all-star team. Just the speed, and we're talking fifteen years earlier than the new sports science research of getting guys running over twenty miles per hour and jumping Mm -hmm. feet higher. I mean, there was no speed that could match Ted Ginn and, and even Santana Holmes was quick, but Ted Ginn jr. Was just a different story. But I right. think the 2014 was the best team because the fact that they were able to come over, overcome so much adversity. I mean, they, they won a national championship with a third string quarterback going back to this year is they don't look good at all. Honestly. Yeah. I, I mean, Dabo Sweeney had them in there at 11. 
I know, I'm not going to say they're 11, but top six, maybe. Yeah, and he wasn't the only one that kept them out of the top four. I think Saban put them at like five or six. Saban put it, yeah, five or six is right. Um, I would say about definitely top six. Um, and I, like I'm, I am a Buckeyes fan, like huge Buckeyes fan. And I'm being honest with you is like they don't look as good as they were, you know, last year and years ago. Hudson, so what do you going, think about Ohio State? Sorry, one second. Going back is oh. what I believe is this, the disruption in the season is what's causing Oklahoma, obviously, to play bad ball. Alabama hasn't fell off. Notre Dame is taking advantage of it. You know, it's just like kind of really up and down season this year. Hudson, what'd you, did you have thoughts on the Buckeyes? The game or just the team? The game they played or the team as a whole? The game and the team. Because uh, they did not look impressive on Saturday no, at all. They, they didn't. And I think Herb Street said something in the pregame that uh, Sean Wade, I believe, made a comment that they wanted to come out and just and beat him by 50. And he kind of made a yeah. comment like, man, when you come in with that kind of mentality, it makes it tough. And they started off really slow. And Northwestern's not a bad team. They're a decent team. But I don't think they're 12 points worse than Ohio State. I think they're 21 to 35 points worse than Ohio State. But Ohio State came out trying to do too much and push too hard and when they didn't need to, and it just it made it look really, really ugly. Yeah, I'm not I'm not so sure. Like if um if they played 10 games, I feel like Ohio State would have probably lost to like a team like Iowa this year. If they played like a full Big Ten schedule. My mind my mindset's opposite than that. Ohio State struggling playing less games. I think if it comes down to the big game, they'll win a big game. See, that's the difference with Ohio State and other teams is when it comes time for the crunch game, they'll win that game. Just like yeah, but they beat Northwestern recently. Um, it's just kind of like a non-negotiable type of mindset. Which, you know, but they always like in November or October, late October, when they have to travel to like Iowa or all the way out west, they always like fall short for some reason with those teams. Like what? What was the one year where they lost to Iowa like forty-nine to fourteen that one time? Like Purdue. they're acceptable. Purdue. Or Purdue? Well, Purdue, Purdue too. Yeah, I feel like they lost to Iowa really bad one year as well, but I could be wrong. But anyway, yeah. Uh, thoughts on Clemson absolutely routing Notre Dame, and then we'll go into our rankings after that. Um, not not really surprising. Uh, yeah, you're right. In 2017, Iowa beat Ohio State 55-24. Yeah, that's what it was. Um, yeah, Clemson. I bet on Iowa that game. I felt oh. so happy. Well done. Clemson showed that the first game was not a fluke, but when you have your starting quarterback out and three defensive starters, it makes an impact. And I think I think Notre Dame's going to get shell shocked by Alabama. Well, we can all think of that, but also Notre Dame had the first fifteen minutes in their hands, but they just had so many missed opportunities. You know what the fourth and three were literally the receiver had the ball thrown behind him. I mean, I get the aggressiveness and like you have to put points up, but it's like, oh man, big missed opportunity there. Then the missed field goal from 20 yards after the kicker like kicked a 57 yard field goal. So like just 
Notre Dame had so many missed opportunities at the beginning to where once Clemson started hitting their big plays, all the momentum shift right over towards Clemson. Yeah, for sure. And in a, in a big in a, and in a big game, you, you just can't have those misses against yes. a team like Clemson against Alabama. You can't do that. You can get away with it. It just happens. Notre Dame's bad game ended up being that game. I guess I yeah. They better hope they don't they don't have two in a row. <laughs> right. Um, the SEC championship game was an absolute shootout. I mean, Alabama just this this is probably one of Alabama's best offensive teams ever. Probably, like I I can't compare it to the two years. Like it's amazing how Mac Jones is just stepping up in there and just balling out like Tua did. Yeah, I was I was surprised that Florida was able to hang with them for as for as long as they did. Um, Pitts is a monster. Oh, Pitts is a monster, and he's going to be a first-round draft pick. Mm-hmm. And you know, he didn't have a single game. drop this year. I I had seen that a couple weeks ago, and I had assumed that it had stayed. But yeah, he's he's going to be really good. To not drop a single pass the entire year is absurd. That's crazy. It's one of the hardest things is catching a football that from a laser quarterback that has a strong arm. Like Anthony knows every time I throw him a football when we're screwing around, he always drops the ball for some reason. I don't know what it is. Like always. I can't catch the thing, dude. It's like, it's <laughs> but like when Pitts does it's just like he's got glue for hands. But uh Ant, did you catch that game at all? Florida. Florida and Alabama, yeah. Honestly, I wanted to watch it and I didn't I didn't catch much of it at all, no. Unfortunately. Uh, okay. But uh, all right. yeah, go ahead. I didn't, didn't get to see any of that. Okay. Well, let's go right into the rankings then. They officially are out. We have the playoff set. It will be Alabama 1, Clemson 2, Ohio State 3, Notre Dame 4. So Ohio State will play Clemson. Notre Dame will play Alabama. At 5, you got Texas A&M. The outside looking in. Six was Oklahoma. Seven was Florida. Eight was Cincinnati. Nine was Georgia. Ten was Iowa State. Eleven was Indiana. Twelve was Coastal Carolina. Thirteen was UNC. Fourteen was Northwestern. Fifteen was Iowa. I feel like those are the more important ones. So anyway, thoughts on that? Thoughts on this ranking system that we have? Can't stand the bullshit. Ohio State plays Clemson. Like, oh, what are the chances? Ohio State could go ten and zero. Clemson could go five and six, and yet Ohio State and Clemson will still play each other for the, <laughs> for the national championship. It's just I'm so sick of it, dude. It's the same thing. It's just oh, same thing over and over again. Well, they couldn't have Notre Dame. They couldn't have Notre Dame and Clemson play each other for the third time because nobody wants to see that. If they earn, if they both win and they earn it, then that's okay. But they weren't going to set it up that way. But uh, I, I thought Notre Dame was going to get the spot. I didn't have a problem with it. Um, Aggie fans were crying about it, but don't lose by 28 to Alabama, and you have a better chance. Cincinnati had a better uh, discussion than the Aggies did, I think. Um, but, yeah, the committee, it is what it is. I think that in these last rankings, you got to remember, too, that the committee holds uh, conference championship as a kind of bonus chip. But uh, I, and A and M only beat two teams that, uh, with a winning record. Like I, have, I personally, I think they're going to lose to UNC, but that's just me. 
But uh, with all the other rankings, it is what it is. I think San Jose State should be a little higher. Seven, no, they had a good year. They won. They won their conference. Uh, I am glad that Tulsa didn't get dropped out for losing to Cincinnati. Um, I had a feeling that might happen. I'm glad it didn't. Uh, and I, th- I and again, I think Oregon's up there at four and two because they won the Pac-12. I think the committee really, really values having a conference championship. We don't know that though. We we have no idea what the criteria is, and that's going to lead me to what I'm about to say for probably the next like three minutes or whatever. Is that yeah? The, the top four to me is right. The top four to me is right. You can debate about Ohio State if they played enough games or whatnot, and they've struggled in the top two games that they have played. They allowing Indiana to come back in that crazy game at the Horseshoe, and then this Northwestern game, they did not look good in it. So you could have debate there with how Texas A and M had to play nine conference games compared to Ohio State, who had to play six. But you know, Ohio State didn't have the power to like only play six games. The big 10 screwed them over. The big 10 screwed itself over pretty much. But um, this, this current system is just like, we don't have any opportunity and there's no set criteria. Like I've said this on the bench Rose sports podcast, where you can listen to now, if you subscribe on Apple podcast, Spotify, how we doing? Um, there's just no opportunity or any criteria or qualifications for whatever this is. We get 13 people in the room. And they're mostly athletic directors from big time programs. And then you have some other like um, people that are close with the sport, former players or whatever out of the blue, like three or four people like that. But um, yeah, there's just whatever those 13 guys or and women judge is what we're going to get. I just think that's just pretty terrible because we don't have any set qualifications. We don't know if you qualify for a big, time moment where I compare this to every single other tournament that the NCAA does. This is the only one where we have the bowl structure and like only four teams out of 130 get to compete for a national championship of that particular sport, which I think that's kind of bogus. There's no opportunity for these group of fives to come in. There's no opportunity for the other two conference. Like you can win your conference championship and not make the college football playoff. It's happened before. And the perfect example is like Penn State, Ohio State, but that's neither here or there. I just think expansion is going to happen. You got to give opportunity to these other teams and you got to have some sort of qualifications and criteria winning a conference championship, you know, finishing in the top three as an at large. If you don't win your championship, give a group of five a shot, the best group of five team that is a conference champion that makes the playoffs and gets a shot. I get it. No one wants to see blowouts or anything, but the whole point of having a playoff is giving opportunity. And we just don't have it with college football. We never had it with the BCS. We never had it with the college football playoff. And the whole point to have this playoff was to give opportunity. And we're back to what the BCS was no opportunity whatsoever for anybody. Besides if you have the brand name and you have the money and you have the logo right next to you. Yeah. I'm not going to argue that at all. I've said this before is it's called the CFP 100 college football playoff 100, just our name for it. And little by little, I'm kind of pulling away from just talking about college football, something I used to love. It's ruining the sport. It's the politics. It's yeah. It's really just kind of disgusting. It's just, uh, you know, like I said, I'm an Ohio state fan. I'd love to see him win the national championship every year, but if they suck, and, and they go 0-10, then they deserve that. You know, I'd rather see any team but that team up north win. So I don't care who it is. Uh, it could be 
Indiana State University or uh, uh, it doesn't matter. It could be anybody. Like whoever is deserving of winning and works hard, they deserve to to win. That's it. Um, like you said, it's just been so so uh, political. It's just, it just just sucks. It just really and the sucks. Fact that unfortunately, it's like Florida is seven with three losses, and I get it, those three losses. One of them was Texas A and M. One of them was Alabama. But one of them was to a terrible LSU team. Doesn't matter. And their losses. Coastal Carolina, they've exactly. run the table and played all these great teams and literally scheduled against a good team two days in advance before the game was played. And you had University of Lafayette or Louisiana Lafayette. I always call them that. I can never get it out of my head for some reason. They beat Iowa State by 17 points, and yet they're number 19 and Iowa State's 10, and Iowa State has three losses. Like, what are we doing? What's the – give us a criteria. Give us a checklist. What's the what purpose the, here? What's the purpose of the rankings? What is it? Like, what are we doing? Yeah, sure, they're playing in a Big 12 t- championship game, but they still lost three losses, and one of them was against Lafayette with a 17-point loss. So I, I will agree that the, the group of five not having a shot is a problem. <clears throat> and if you guys remember, uh, the the day before, the week before the, the college football playoff rankings came out, where you guys had BYU and Cincinnati at five and six, I believe. And I told you that one of those teams was not going to be – I said one of them will not be in the top ten, and there will be a two-loss team in front of the other one. And Georgia was a two-loss team in front of one of them, and BYU came in at 13. And you guys told me there's no way – but, I mean, UCF went undefeated. It was 12-0, and 0, and the highest they got was eighth. I mean, the group of five has had to knock on the door for four years in a row. Like, hey, uh, can, can we have a shot? Now, what's going to hurt the group of five? What could hurt the group of five is if Cincinnati goes out against Georgia and lays an egg? I'm not making a prediction that they'll do that, but if they go out and they lay an egg against Georgia, who lost to Florida and lost to Alabama, it's going to give everybody in their, the power to say, look, this is why we can't give the group of five anything nice because look what they do with it. They just crap all over their shoes. Well, now, we that's I, different I, year I, to year, you know. No, I agree. No, and I, I agree that they shouldn't be I all mean, lumped in, in like that, but that's what's going that's what'll happen if they crap their if they crap on their shoes. I mean, you had UCF be Auburn in the Peach Bowl, like pretty convincingly. I mean, it wasn't oh, yeah. close to that and, game. And Auburn beat both teams that played for a national championship that year. So mm-hmm. I'm I'm I am 100% in agreement that the group of five has got to get a better shot, better look, especially the AAC. And if that's expansion, then that's expansion. I think I think the next step for expanding because you can't expand it to eight teams and keep the same amount of regular season games. 15 games is a lot for college kids. Adding what does that add? One more or two more? I think they're going to drop I mean, it. Shoot. We're playing during finals week, and they were having a big deal about not playing during finals week. But yet, last week was finals week, and they played conference championships and had a full slate of college football. Then that didn't bother them. Well, yeah. So what I think is going to have to happen, I think they're going to have they're going to if they expand it to eight, it's going to drop the regular season down to uh, ten games. I think it's going to be dropped down to ten games, a ten game regular season. Then your eleventh would be your conference championship, and then. 12, 13, 14 to win it all. Right. I think that's that's the adjustment they're gonna have to make. It's not gonna have somebody playing 16, 17 games. Right. Sure. But I, I it has to be eight. And then you have to value the conference championships at some point to where every single power five gets an automatic bid if you win that championship. 
I think that's at least fair. And then the group of five, the best group of five team gets in. So that's six spots. And then you can have two at-large bids. I so, mean, yeah. what is so, so wrong sure, with but that? Do you really want to see four and two Oregon compete? Like go play Ohio State? It's not about like, what am I going to see? It's about giving the opportunity from year to year, having a set criteria instead of having 13 uh, who, who God knows, athletic directors and other people that, you know, we don't know what their ties and stuff are to, that they're making the decisions. I think it should be like, if you earn it, then you get to earn this spot by winning a championship in your conference. You know, just something, something guideline to where we don't think in our heads – Oh yeah, this is why they chose something definitive. Yeah, I think if they if they publicize the meetings, or if they gave a more in depth answer other than the moron that goes on and talks to Reese Davis and answers his question like a poor poorly educated third grader, I think that would yeah. be good. But like, I mean, why yes, are you saying Ohio? I'm sorry. Why are you saying Ohio State? Like you value them at undefeated. This is what the chairman said. They we value them because they were undefeated. Well, then what about Cincinnati? Well, their resume wasn't good enough, but they were still undefeated. Like, come on, it's just so much inconsistency with your answers this, and what you're this, telling us. This whole mindset of over the years of top coaches and all this, all this like spotlight limelight type of bullshit needs to go. Like once yeah. the new season starts. Every team is equal, but it just won't happen. Like mentally with the old school type, like they're not, dude, I, I, I honestly, I don't know. Like it, the if way you want to tell be, us it's about it just, money and go ahead and it tell just, us it's about the money. Just clear it. Just, just clear it's it. When it's a new money. season, just clear yeah. it off. Like everybody it should, you got to find, like you said, a system on why the rankings are the way they are. Are you basing them off overall team performance? Uh, how many wins you got? There has to be some purpose behind it. Go ahead, Hudson. Before uh, I cutted you off there, but, <laughs> no, you're all right. I'm just I, so I, irritated I mean, that we have this issue every single year. And with the BCS, it was an issue, and now with the college football playoff, it's even more of a bigger issue. Now, let me ask you this, Wes. At the beginning of this the segment talking about rankings, you you admitted you agree with the top four, right? Yeah, I agree with the top four. Well, for the playoff committee, that's really all that matters is they get the top four right. But it's just a matter of just like giving some hope to like any kind of school that no matter what they have a chance. But when you look at it from like Ohio State standpoint where they had six wins. Now, this was my answer, but like my answer shouldn't be the only answer is what I'm saying. Like there should have been a criteria to where they win their championship, they're in. We shouldn't have this discussion is what I'm saying. Yeah, but sometimes, ah, oh, but on any given Saturday, the best team may not win that conference championship game. Do you think? Do you think the playoff would have would have put in a seven and one Big Ten champ of Indiana? I mean, how could probably not? But how could you not? Like that is more well deserving. I think, I, 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 think I, I think they would have. I think I think they would have, and I think they would have been fine there. No, nah, oh, not over Texas A&M. They would, they would have jobbed Indiana that way. I, I don't, I don't, I don't think so. But, but here, okay, so here's where that conflict comes in. Like, we don't have a criteria. We'll, we'll never know, you know. And so I understand that frustration. But I think if you look back at the four years, the 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 four or five spot that we've always argued about, really, the only time that there was a good argument for that, I think, was in 2014 and in 2018. 
2014 was where TCU and Baylor, the Big 12 screwed TCU and Baylor. Ohio State got in at that four spot, ended up winning the national championship. Okay, so even if you wanted to complain about Ohio State jumping from eight to four, or 10 to four, whatever it was in that last weekend, they ended up winning the national championship. So you can't tell them that they picked the wrong team. And then again, 2018, where Alabama didn't play for their uh, conference championship and UCF didn't get to go in, but Alabama's let in. Alabama went and won the national championship, so it's hard to argue. What about when Penn State? What about when Penn State beat Ohio State in a head-to-head matchup? Penn State won the conference, but yet they still gave it to Ohio State to go get killed by Clemson that year. What was it, 2016 or whatever? Yeah, 2016, I lost 31 nothing in the Fiesta Bowl. Well, I, well yeah. I think the problem there for Penn State was, if I remember correctly, they lost to Pitt. And yeah. But it's still like if you're going to value conference championship from year to year, why why didn't you value that? I mean, I I don't know. I'm just saying there's no criteria. We should have a set criteria to where every single conference in the group of five has at least an opportunity. Like they're guaranteed an opportunity to battle for a championship. I see, I see where you're coming from. I just think it could be it could be dangerous. That pit team went five and five. That was the problem with that. I think the best thing to do is do a bigger playoff, make it really fair for everybody. Yeah, the best team's going to win playoff, and when it comes down to crunch time. Yeah, sorry. What'd you say? I think if you're going to do eight teams, it's going to have to be the five, the five power five teams, your top group of five team, and then the two at larges. But then we're going to sit here and have the same conversation about, oh well, so and so's eight, and we don't think like right now. The cutoff for that would be uh, Cincinnati would get in. Cincinnati, your top eight would be your playoff. Right? Am I looking at that right? Yeah. Uh, I, I forget about Oklahoma. Yeah. Yeah, your, yeah, your, yeah. Your top eight. Well, no, your top eight wouldn't be in because you'd have oh, because Oregon. Got packed well. Oh, yeah. Oregon would take a spot there. So are you? So you're going to have to go between Florida, A&M, Notre Dame. Well, you let Notre Dame and A and M in, I guess there, and Florida's getting hosed. Which and then the, okay, that's, which, which I, that's yeah, fine with which, me. Sure, but then are you going to let you're not going to let Indiana or an 11-0 Coastal team? Like it just it's never you're never going to appease everybody. I think we are. I, I don't think anyone's trying to argue that. But that's more appeasing than what the system we have now. To where even even if we have like an undefeated Oklahoma, an undefeated Alabama, an undefeated Clemson, an undefeated Ohio State an undefeated USC or whatever. One of those top five conferences is going to get left out again, and we're going to have four. And it's going to be whoever the committee thinks, like probably Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State, and Oklahoma. You know? I mean, how many years has the Alabama and Clemson made the playoff? Pretty much every single year besides one, right? Yeah. So, been, yeah. Each They've each made it every year but one. So it's like just expand it, give opportunity to everyone else. But they've because also we, won national titles. It's not like they're getting in and getting their butt kicked. Right. I'm just speaking about the opportunity for everyone else. Like the group of five, I feel like they're on the verge of just making their own league and making their own championship right now. Because like know, what, what should. was it? They should well, do they, that. But they shouldn't have in the first place. They should just say, you know, screw it. I'm going to go off do my own thing. And another thing that you, you compared this playoff to other NCAA tournaments, the NCAA doesn't control these championships. This is 
college football playoff. It's a whole different entity. But, uh, but like, it, it's another example right there of why we need a commissioner for college football and like a commissioner for all the other sports. But it's just like you're talking about slimming down 130 schools at the beginning of the season all the way down to four to determine the national title. How, how is that fair? Like we see in the, the whole, NFL. The whole, the whole season the whole season's a, a playoff. You can't lose you can't lose two games and get in the playoff. Okay, if we had that in the NFL, we would have never had the Giants beating the Patriots in the Super Bowl, one of the all-time <laughs> the, greatest moments. NFL and college are completely different. You know that you can't compare the two like that. They right, because not, not every amount. college team plays each other. Yeah, and you could never have that. And not every NFL, the NFL is a way more level playing field because I've said this to West before too. Is it doesn't matter if the Jets are one and thirteen. Every single player on that team could be on a, a uh, Super Bowl winning team next year because if you've made it to the NFL, the talent's there. It's just players are not getting along or there's coaching problems or there's playbook problems. Um, so it's not about the talent. It's about the team system is just not doing well. So it's a way more level playing field in the NFL than it is in college because college all comes down to recruitment. But Sure, but then also we want to have UMBC literally upset the number one ranked team in basketball, which yeah, is the a, biggest upset. The only time it's happened in like 157 tries, and it will, won't happen again for a long time. But we don't know. Okay, we don't know that definitively to be true. I mean, every That's conference true. champion literally gets a bid into the playoff for that the NCAA basketball tournament. Let me we ask, don't know the outcomes, but it's I, I, fair I, to give an opportunity. They have, but they have an opportunity. There's not an. There's not okay, except for the group of five. Let me let me let me table that. We all agree that the group of five has no shot, Did and it's Pac-12 wrong. Had an opportunity this year, even with USC, if they would have won that game against Oregon. Mm, I think it would have been a conversation. I think uh, I think a, a, a conversation. Just one you brush off just to say you had the conversation. No, I think it would have been a, I think it would have been a conversation between USC and Notre Dame. And I don't know that Notre Dame wins that conversation. But let me ask you this. If if Oklahoma beats Kansas State in week two, they beat week they, so they didn't they don't have that Kansas State loss. They lose once to Iowa State and they beat him in the conference championship. So it's a one loss Big Twelve champ. Are you gonna keep them out of this playoff? They probably would have. They probably would have. No way. I think so. I think absolutely they would. I think Notre Dame got in because there was no other good option. For the same reason that Oklahoma got in last year, there was no other good option. But okay. we'll see. Maybe I'll be. Maybe I'm wrong, and maybe Notre Dame puts up a good fight. Or if it's a close game, maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Hopefully, they expand it soon because this from year on and year out is just going to infuriate me every more with the sport. It sucks because I love watching college football and all the games and everything, but the political side and the aspect of that is just driving me nuts every single year. Anyway, you guys ready to get into some bowl games? It's bowl mania season. And then we'll talk about the semifinals and stuff at the end. So, um, any bowl games that are sta- – the Duke-Mayo Bowl, our, ma- our best bowl game of the year, Wisconsin and Wake Forest. How about her, Ant? Looking forward to it, absolutely. Where's that game played? I have no idea. Charlotte, I believe. Oh, Charlotte. There we go for man. They're going to put it 
Put it in North Carolina. Yeah. Sure. Duke Mayo. I can't wait to watch that one just to see the commercials for the Duke Mayo Bowl. They got to go all out. Does Army have an opponent? Okay, yes. yeah, now they do. Playing West Virginia. Great, because Tennessee did not deserve to be in the bowl game. Neither does Mississippi State or Kentucky, Arkansas, or uh, who's the other? South what Carolina. is this bowl games? What do these bowl games even mean? Like, what is the purpose of it? There's so many different ones Money. that I just don't see a purpose. Money. That goes to where? Just the schools and not the players that play in it, not the coaches, any of that. Famous Idaho Potato Bowl. Who cares? Roofclaim.com. Boca Raton ball. That's a new one for sure. Uh, there was another one. Union Union Home Mortgage, mortgage. Gasper. That's new too, isn't it? <laughs> Serve Pro First Responder Bowl. That's new. How These about are the all first? New. We still got the Cheez It Bowl. Yep, Miami. Hudson the newer Pinstripe. Bowl. Yeah, the Pinstripe Bowl. No Pinstripe Bowl this year. Canceled. That's that's amazing. Good, because so they don't have to freeze their ass off at Yankee Stadium every year. Tony the Tiger's Sun Bowl. Okay. No Sun Bowl, man. Hudson, any bowl of the games that are sticking out to you? No, I I don't. I, I understand why they have the bowl tie-ins for the certain conferences. I I understand it. I think it's stupid. I think it's dumb that they that they matched up uh, Tulsa and Mississippi State, and they matched up uh, Ball State, San Jose State will be good, but Tulsa went six and two, and now they have to play a three and seven Mississippi State team. Come on, yeah, like that's yeah. that's just a joke. Um, I do like that Liberty and Coastal are going to get their game after all, as Big South uh, ri- former rivals. Uh, they're going to play that down in Orlando. I like that Still, one. I think Coastal should have been in one of the big-time bowl games, but you're right about the conference tie-ins with the Bulls. It's just like North Carolina gets the Orange Bowl over Coastal. Uh, yeah. doesn't sit well like, for me. Yeah, North Carolina getting getting that game. It, I mean, it would have been Miami had, had North Carolina not drubbed them at the end of yes. uh, end of the regular season. But yeah, these are I don't I don't love. I mean, obviously the New Year's Six Bowls. I mean, okay. Florida, Oklahoma, that's a great matchup. I mean, the last time those two played was for a national title in 2008. Well, the game was in 2009. But I think that's going to be a great game. Uh, Georgia, Cincinnati, if Georgia loses, I'm sure that the SEC will, will clam, oh, they didn't care, there was no motivation, which is always a bunch of trash. Um, Ant doesn't love to see it, but I'm in for the trifecta of Ohio State, Clemson. I think it'll be a good game. Um, I probably won't watch that. <laughs> that's just sad, man. Indiana Old Miss is that so like Indiana went six and one and they're gonna play a four and five Old Miss like Indiana has nothing to gain there like they win that game it's like oh okay you beat a crappy SEC school they're gonna play like hell for Tom Allen though oh yeah I, you better believe it um, Oregon Iowa State I think could be decent but I'm happy for Iowa State that's probably their first New Year's Six Bowl since ever um, and the A and M North Carolina game I think will be Good, not great. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't love a lot. There were just so many, te- I and mean, that's what, that's what screwed Army, is there were so many teams that opted out. I mean, the only, there's only two Pac-12 teams playing, 
Colorado and USC or uh, Colorado and Oregon. That's it. Yeah. That's Colorado's that's, just been waiting to have an opponent. <laughs> yeah, but I think of, of the non popular games, I think Marshall and Buffalo can be good. That's a that's a Friday that's a Christmas Day game on Friday. Marshall sucks, dude. That quarterback didn't complete a pass until mm-hmm. the two minute warning in the second quarter. Yeah, that's he was good. 0 for ten. Uh but I think I think that'll be a decent game. Um I think what a good game would be um Probably Oklahoma State and Miami, two like wild card teams. You have no idea what's going to happen. Yeah, the spreads at two to pick them. De'Aaron King could throw for a thousand yards. I know Ch- Chuba Hubbard's not going to play, but Talon Wallace will. I don't know if that's a great decision for his career, yeah. but I don't know what really. Uh, we can't really say upsets, but I guess we can go by spread picks if you guys want. the The line for West Virginia Army hasn't been set yet. So uh, if you guys have any upset picks or any like upset bull picks or any enticing bull picks or locks, you guys can go ahead and say them. So if Ant has a bull pick. I don't love to use the word lock in a bowl game. Because you just never know. Not upset, but for the fact that Alabama's favorited by 19.5 points is a lot of points to, uh, to favorite them over Notre Dame. I mean – that's kind of like who who uh, came up with that? Just because they lost, like if they didn't lose so bad to Clemson, I think that would have been like a three to six point spread. But because they lost to Clemson, they're like, well, Alabama's better than Clemson by ranking, so therefore we're just going to go nineteen point five. So, uh, I mean, Ohio State is probably going to lose to Clemson just because. Uh, Alabama will be Notre Dame. It'll be Clemson on uh, Alabama again. <laughs> I think Alabama. We all think Alabama's winning the championship, right? Yeah, I think it'll be a tough run for them, but I think uh, I think they will. Like, I don't think it's going to be handed to them. I don't think any team that plays them in the national right. championship hands. You're thinking that Notre Dame is going to give it a close game for Alabama? Closer than that, yeah, absolutely. I do not. I just I think it'll be two you touchdowns. Can't go, you can't go uh ten and one and then just show up to the next game after losing against Clemson and just give it to Alabama. Um I've seen so many teams do a one eighty, you know, they'll lose by twenty four points against Clemson and then come back and, and then beat a team like Alabama. I'm not gonna say they're gonna beat them, but I think it'll be a very close game. Um, I mean, we already saw Notre Dame beat Clemson, although Trevor Lawrence wasn't in. So what? Mm-hmm. They still beat him. Yeah, I just think uh, I think Notre Dame has all the momentum in the world. They have all the motivational pieces right now that they can say, hey, no one's given the shot against Alabama. We can totally go out there and win. So um, I think it's close. I think Notre Dame covers that spread, but Alabama is just uh, – that offense oh, is crazy. It's crazy mm-hmm. to see Alabama just be – from 10 years ago, a run nose team to where the games are like 9 6, 21 to 0, or whatever, with those like Trent Richardson, Derrick Henry years to now they're just slinging the ball all over the field, kind of like what Oklahoma was back in those days. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And their defense is decent too. Alabama's dominating this year. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. Hudson, did you have 
it's going to be Alabama and Clemson for you too, right? Yeah, that's what I've got. I think Alabama treats Notre Dame like their last rematch in the BCS personally. But I, I've been wrong a couple times this year. Um, right. I, I think just know upset- the way college football is that any team can win any day. I Yeah, I agree with that. I think Alabama-Clemson will be like a 45-48 game. Um, I, I, I give Alabama the edge, but I think it'll be close. I think for my upset pick, uh, I'm going to take – Cincinnati over Georgia. You know what? If You, you can have that one because that, that, I had two. That was one of them. Uh, the other one, I'm going to go UNC over A&M. You know what's funny? We pick upsets. Like, we know college football very well. We pick upsets based on what the committee has these teams ranked at. Like, we look at it and we're like, we know Cincinnati's a better team than Georgia. So, to them, it it makes it seem like, oh, wow, that's a good – like, that's an upset. Wow, that's an upset. But really, it's like, no, they're the better team. I'll take Coastal over a lot of teams this year, too. The fact, the way they're playing. Um, and we're right. It's funny. Like, majority of the time on our upsets too. I mean, like we've got some pretty good streaks going. All my upset picks I've covered. So if you've been like spread picking those, like that's off to you. <laughs> I think we've been pretty good on them. There was one, yeah. a couple games where it's like, all right, we were completely wrong. But Nevada's um, another one tomorrow night. They're a they're a dog. I would pick them against Tulane. I know that no one's going to really watch that game. But, uh, uh, I will definitely be on my couch at 3.30. Ah, I'll be at my friend's house, but I will be there. <laughs> I will turn the game on when I get there. Yeah, you'll you'll have it on. I th- I would pick Miami to beat Oklahoma if you're just looking for dogs at this point. And then maybe Wake Forest against Wisconsin. I'm not so sure like what Wisconsin is going to be. That offense has just dropped off since the first game. But – um. Yeah, and I, I kind of like Oklahoma over Florida. Wow. I don't know what Florida is going to be. I don't know what Florida is going to be and what motivation they're going to have. Kyle Pitts is out of that game. He's going to the NFL draft. Kyle Pitts, and I think uh, Tony, the receiver, is going to opt out as well. Yeah, and we know how that team is without Kyle Pitts. Yeah, they're just a bunch of shoe-throwing wannabes. <laughs> they throw the shoe pretty well. Yeah, no kidding. All right, any final thoughts? Nope. Good podcast. Loved it. Yeah, we got one more after this national championship preview, and then that's it for this season. Yeah, Thank no, you. no, no comments on this bullshit, boys. <laughs> hey, Ant, good year though, right? Both your teams won championships, so yeah, pretty good year. year. It's a good year. You still, um, I mean, what's, I, I don't know. Like, what's the future? I haven't seen that mustache because if it's been covered for uh, the Oklahoma or the Oregon strength coach. Yeah, Coach Feld. You, uh, you know, that's like a guy you're always looking for on camera on the sidelines. It's like, where's the mustache guy? Because it's just. Yeah, you're, they're always looking for the, uh, the head strength coaches on the sidelines. They got the most mm-hmm. juice, most energy. Did you shave it off? Uh, I don't think so. How can you wear uh, that mustache underneath a mask is like my question. 
I don't know, but it turned it was a started as a joke, which turned into a like serious thing and they kept winning. So he just kept it, but yeah, I don't know. All right. Final thoughts on the season though? Good season all around. We had some great games. What was your guys' favorite game though? On the spot uh, like that, I know. Favorite game of the year? Yeah, game of the year. I'm gonna go I thought the coastal be coastal BYU. Yeah, I put them too. I think that Texas Oklahoma game was awesome too, man. Yeah, Red River's getting my uh, getting my number one vote. That was buy. that was a crazy game. Even LSU and Florida was crazy too. That was back and forth, and that was the biggest upset of the year. I mean, 24-point favorites can't even beat an LSU team that's been very iffy this year. Yeah. Well, yeah, BYU and Coastal was a good one, too. I like to have a defense and stuff. So, All right, that'll do it for this week's podcast of the CFP 100. Let us know your thoughts down below. Do you agree with me that it should be expanded? Are the top four teams correct? What are your thoughts on the college football playoff committee? Should the group of five get a shot? Should they um, – you know, leave the division one playoff and make their own thing. So let us know down below, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at bench Bros sports, follow us on Instagram at original bench bros and follow our website, bench We keep you up to date on every headline throughout the week on those pages. We're available on Apple podcasts, Spotify, anchor and other media services. If you want to go ahead and subscribe and listen to previous episodes of CFP 100 NFL weekly drive or adventure Bros sports podcast. You can go ahead and do so do so over there. So again, thank you for listening guys. Last thoughts. Why don't they make that into a New Year's Six game? Just the Mayo Bowl. It's more deserving. Get the Cotton Bowl out of here. OU won Big 12 again. That's what happens. Six in a row. Nothing different. Don't you have a second school too? Or am I just mistaken? It's all OU, right? Nope, I'm pretty much all OU. Okay. All right. That's Boomer Sooner. That's Buckeye. Quack, quack over there. I'm Wes. We'll see you next time on the CFP 100 for the national championship. That's the show. We're out of here.